On today's podcast, I am joined by my son, Sean Saxena. He's going to tell us a little bit about what it's like to be an 11-year-old who's eating in the world and in my house. I'm sure he'll provide us with lots of insightful information and hopefully not share all of the family secrets. <laughs> Welcome to Feeding the Family with Dr. Kristen, where we help you navigate the challenges of feeding your family and learn about the role food plays in our health and relationships. Feeding and food relationships can be stressful, confusing, and even destructive. I'm Kristen Saxena, a pediatrician and mother of four who's been researching and sharing what I've learned about feeding for over 10 years. In this podcast, I'll share my experience and expertise to help our kids and ourselves with everyday survival tips for real parents. This podcast is about progress, not perfection. So let's get started. Welcome back to Feeding the Family with Dr. Kristen. I'm your host, Kristen Saxena. And I am here today with a very special guest. I'm here with my son, Sean Saxena. We talk a lot on the show about feeding kids, so I thought, let's talk to my kids about food and feeding. Thanks for joining us, Sean. I'm just happy to be here. I was honestly very nervous when you told me to go try this, and I guess I tried anyway, and I'm still nervous. Well, don't be nervous. This is just <laughs> going to be fun. So for our listeners that may not know you very well. Can you tell them a little bit about yourself, how old you are, what grade you're in, things like uh, that? Yeah, I am 11 years old. I'm in fifth grade, and I'm her second child. Yep. How many brothers and sisters do you have? I have two brothers, one sister, and I feel, and I am the second, and we also have a ton of cousins. That's so right. We have and a huge family. What kind of stuff do you like to do for fun? Uh, we play a lot of football and basketball, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. We play like chess a lot too, and I think we just spend a lot of time also just watching TV and hanging out. That's which right, are all fun times. Yeah, I would say I we always describe you as our bounciest child. <laughs> we call you Tigger sometimes. Sean mm-hmm. is constantly on the move, so when mm-hmm. we say like we do spend time hanging out on the couch watching TV. You're usually not. I'm not You're usually I'm not bouncing sitting. around. Well, typically I'm on the edge of the couch. That's true. Walking across the end. That's right. So you're a mover for sure. So obviously we're going to talk a little bit about food today. So can you walk us through what is like a typical day of eating for you? What do you usually eat in a day? So I usually will eat probably some. Some sort of breakfast that'll be probably pretty big. I love breakfast. I'm a very big morning person, and I just really enjoy breakfast. So I eat a big breakfast. Then I have a light lunch, and then we always have like a really delicious dinner, and it's always Aww. different. <laughs> so like no matter what, we have a good dinner, and we change it up every night. So I think that's really fun. What about so you you um, said breakfast is your favorite meal? What's your least favorite meal during the day? Lunch. That's probably because I have a leg lunch. I don't really love lunch, which is kind of ironic because so do my older brother. Hates breakfast. Loves lunch. Loves dinner. <laughs> and you you usually get school lunch, right? I do usually get school lunch. It they do a really good job at our school of coming up with lunches they did even better somehow like two years ago and they made it so now they have incredible meals and it feels even weird because like people are like oh man I miss the old meals they were so good and these meals are still delicious still delicious but you you that's your lighter meal yeah it's the lightest meal I have in a day 
that makes sense. Um, so what about, what does a family meal look like at our house? Like, can you kind of describe dinner? What does dinner look like usually? Um, we usually, we sit around like a circular table and we just kind of have conversations and we eat throughout the conversation. We ask each other how our day was mm-hmm. and we see what was the best thing about each other's day. We used to do this even more. We used to ask highs and lows and unexpected is something that we added to that. Mm-hmm. So it's just really fun to just talk with each other. And it drives my brother crazy that my dad always, my dad's always like, isn't it great how we spend time together, so much time together, drives <laughs> my younger brother crazy how much he says that. But so. what's your, so what's your favorite part of family meals at our house? Um, it's definitely just talking while we eat because it just, I guess eating just adds like a special element to that that changes it up just a little bit. It makes it a little bit more fun. What about if there was anything you could change about meals at our house? What would it be? Anything I could change? That's kind of hard. Hard because it's just like everything's really great. And I feel like if I took something away, I would miss it like almost the day afterward. So I don't know if there's much I would change. Maybe like, I don't even know. During dinner, we all... Like sit when we sit around, we all just have a moment, and then we just like try to make each other laugh a little bit more. And we already do. Just yeah. even make it. I don't even know somehow try to make it funnier. Oh, like maybe bringing a joke to dinner. Yeah, sure. Oh, that that sounds great. Actually, yeah. I don't know if I've shared how obsessed I am with corny jokes, but uh, that's like an ongoing thing in our family. I'm always looking for new corny jokes. Remember when you found that packet of corny jokes? Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we had a whole packet of corny jokes, and so it was like one after another, and everyone was rolling their eyes because I was like laughing so hard at every single one of the corny jokes. <laughs> totally true. Okay, I'm going to change gears a little bit. What What is your current favorite food? I knew you would ask that, <laughs> and I was just thinking about it actually like a little while ago, and I was just like, what is my favorite food? And it's just really hard for me to actually pick one food that I really enjoy but like right now because I'm with you like when people ask me that question I do not know what to say because there's a ton of foods I Mm -hmm. really love but like once in a while I feel like but right now I'm really into x so like is there something that you're really more into right now right now I feel like my favorite meal is probably like meal in general is like steak with like mashed potatoes oh yeah it's just like a very nice combo uh-huh and how do you order your steak medium rare <laughs> and what's your favorite kind of steak uh i like fillets oh me too me too we're we're good um restaurant splitters too i know you and me like <laughs> yeah. to order we try to get like a fancy meal like a surf and turf but and we, the, split and then we split it yeah. yeah yeah you're my favorite meal splitter yeah. what about what right now is a food that you are like not into? So if it ended up at dinner or somebody offered it to you, you'd be like, uh, no thanks. This is a meal that's like very generic that everyone's gonna be like, what the heck? I let, I don't like salad right now. I just have really? not been feeling it. I like vegetables like themselves. Like I love broccoli like a lot, mm-hmm. especially when you 
roasted, but I just haven't really been feeling salad in general. Like with interesting ranch, I feel like ranch has so many better options to be with. Right? Oh, that's salad. like kind of like very controversial to say in Omaha. I know. Ranch is like I know king here. Ranch? No, I think ranch is delicious, but I feel mm-hmm. like it has so many better options than salad. Than salad. Oh, I, feel I like, got you. I feel like no one puts it with like their chicken fingers, and I love it with chicken fingers. It's the best combo. I'm with you. Interesting. Well, do you think that's because for a while you were getting salads at school all the time, weren't you? That was because, so in fifth grade, you get to start using a soup and salad bar at my school. Mm-hmm. So I would get the soup and salad just because it was the fastest way to get lunch. And that way I had more time to eat. Because uh, one of the big problems is that we don't get too much time to eat. Yeah, I hear that a lot, actually, yeah. from you guys. But I've heard that from a lot of kids. Like, yeah. That's a struggle. That's mm-hmm. too bad. So I got the soup and salad, especially because I love soups. They're like one of my favorite meals ever. And so I would just get the soup and salad and I would start eating the salad a lot more. And I think Mm -hmm. that's what kind of actually made me dislike it a lot because I ate it so much because I just Mm -hmm. want want to get through that line and be able to eat. And I Mm -hmm. love soups and and I was okay with salads. So now I'm starting to get into like a little bit of a phase, I guess, where I just, I don't want it. I don't want my salad. Yeah, kind of in a rut. I think that makes sense. I get that way too. Like some foods I love, but then you eat it too much. And that's good to know because I would say we have salad salad almost every day at dinner. (laughs) So maybe we switch it up a little bit knowing you're in kind of a salad rut right now. Um, So here's a question. How do you think the way that you eat has changed as you've gotten older? Because you're an older older kid now. I feel like how it's changed is portion sizes and what I like to eat. Because I remember like being in kindergarten and only wanted to eat like chicken fingers mm-hmm. and then I remember being in like third grade where I wanted to eat everything and now I'm at like a stage where I just like there's things that I want to leave to the side and then come back and eat later yeah and but the stuff that I love I want to eat like li- unlimited amounts of yeah well I think that you know you're 11 you're kind of getting into that like more adolescent growth spurt stage of life. And I've definitely noticed you'll have some meals where you just sit and really, you're clearly very hungry, like your Mm. appetite's increasing in spurts. So I think that I've definitely noticed that about you too. Mm. Um, And then the other thing I was gonna ask you, you know, you were were the kid that always, um, I've told this story actually about you on the podcast Mm. before, is like you were the kid that I couldn't get to eat formula because you would just spit it out immediately like you didn't like the taste and you've always had or when you were younger especially you kind of had this dislike or you didn't seem to prefer foods that were more creamy or in particular the one that like really was notable was cheese I still you, don't like it I know so can you t- walk us through your relationship with cheese over the years so my problem with cheese is I just have it so I tried to get better at it and I'm like eating more cheese meals which actually you don't even know this I ordered like grilled cheeses for lunch what? and I've actually <laughs> I finished one I didn't love it it was okay though <laughs> so, and then so my but my problem with cheese is that it's like creamy of a texture and I hate when things are like creamy or have something that you expect and mm-hmm. then they're like 
salty actually so like with like there was like this one steak i tried and it was like sweeter and i hated that mm-hmm. because it's not what you expect from a steak when you want a steak i don't want it sweet so like when i expect like a creamy texture that i can like feel i don't want it like salty i expect that to be like a sweeter type thing got it but like you said, so you've started to eat, I've noticed it too, mm-hmm. that you start to eat more and more cheese. And it hasn't really been something that we've tried to push on you, yeah. but it seems like something that over the years, you've just gotten more and more into mm-hmm. it in terms of your, it's still definitely not your favorite food. No. And I am very surprised to learn that you ordered a grilled cheese at school. Like, what? But what what has that taught you about about trying foods or about food, kind of the way that your outlook on cheese and things like that has changed. So with cheese, I've I've personally been trying to like it because there's so many things in life that have cheese on them. And then I some of the don't best like things it. I think like pizza. <laughs> pizza is great. Mm-hmm. I like pizza, uh, but like like there's some meals that I like are like a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. The cheese is better for like that first taste that I have, and then I don't like because there's only cheese left. Mm. So that's the one problem I have with like cheeseburgers. So I really want to get better at it so I can enjoy that first flavor. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I feel like cheese has really and cheese is like that thing that's kind of taught me that you gotta keep trying for a food. Mm-hmm. Like with meatloaf, I remember we, me, my brothers, my sister, we used to hate meatloaf you did. like a ton. And you guys, I felt like you guys kept pushing it. I don't know if you were intentionally well, doing this. Well, we kept this. making it. You kept, <laughs> either way. I Dad like, really likes meatloaf, so it stayed in the rotation. We had it once a week at least. You think? I mean, yeah, It probably least. seemed like it. Maybe. I mean, I was much younger, so I could have been just crazy. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, and then we started eating it more and more. And, like, we tried it with, like, ketchup. And we mm-hmm. started to like that. And then we started eating it without ketchup a little bit more and more and now it's a meal that like I enjoy yeah it's it's cool how that can just kind of having it be a part of your normal rotation can kind of help you get to like things more and more mm-hmm. I think that that's a you're a good example of how that can happen yeah with meatloaf and cheese and lots of other stuff I think too yeah all right well the other thing I want to talk to you a little bit about is cooking because mm-hmm. you like to cook yeah talk to me a little bit about that it's like building something to me and I really want to be an engineer when I grow up so like they both seem very appealing to me so when you build it you have the fun and enjoyment of building it but then when you're done you get like the satisfaction of it being done and then with cooking you also get to eat it so like it's triple win for me it's I love very that. fun yeah and um what is the very best thing that you ever cooked I think my favorite thing to cook is ice cream. Oh, yeah. You're recently into ice cream, and I fully support this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not been been panning out when when I'm trying to churn it lately, but I feel like that's part of the fun, like trying Mm -hmm. it out, making it new, trying to make it work out for you. I feel like that's part of the fun of cooking and why I want to be an engineer. Yeah, just sort of the trial and error and Mm -hmm. seeing how things work and figuring it out. And I think that's a good point, too, Mm -hmm. because even uh, with your ice cream, we got you kind of that ice cream churner Churner. that you put on the stand mixer. And even that, mechanically figuring out how that all works, you've really kind of put in a lot of time getting that figured out to try to 
perfect your ice cream flavors. Well, I wanted to taste good. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think you're pretty famous, though. Also, you make a pretty good bread pudding. I knew you were. You're really good. Well, that one, outstanding. What about, have you had any flops? Anything that comes to mind? Okay. Cooking failures? I think you think of this one too. But um, I made you, I tried to make you a cake. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to go far with this one. And I was just really excited. And I was like forgetting to put in ingredients. Like I was making rookie mistakes. <laughs> well, I had like cooked like, I don't even know, like 20 cakes in the past. Mm-hmm. As, and this one, I was making like so many mistakes. Mm-hmm. And this was a bad time to try a new buttercream. <laughs> It was a bad time. I wanted to try Swiss meringue, and uh-huh. it did not pan out well. <laughs> so that was very frustrating. That was the one oh. time that, like, in recent memories that I can think of. That was kind of a flop. It was just failure. It still tasted good, and I, I don't it know. I like appreciated bread. the effort, but I think it does It does seem like that's that's something that happens when – I know for me, like you get excited and you really want something to be good. And sometimes when you get overly excited and emotional about it, you start to make silly mistakes. But yeah, it, it wasn't beautiful, but it was very lovable. <laughs> um, what about what is your least favorite job in the kitchen? Okay, you know these ones, though. Uh, well, I think I know. Yeah. But, I mean, you're eating grilled cheese behind my back. I didn't even know. <laughs> so we all have to do like the dishes mm-hmm. and we have like a rotation of cleaning so that's everyone's least favorite cut well one of my least favorite parts about that is all the water that gets sprayed on you when you're like washing the dishes mm-hmm. like if that didn't happen i feel like it would be a much more enjoyed job by me because like i don't really mind like scrubbing off the dishes and things like that my main problems is when i'm trying to get it into the dishwasher and there's like many different gaps in there that could fit that mm-hmm. if they were together but you have to like do rearrangement and then when like all the water just squirts on you all this like dirty water just squirts on you yeah. when you're like washing a spoon or like a bowl a spoons will get spoons you every time <laughs> But that's like an engineering project. Yeah. See, I'm just trying to help you with your future career to <laughs> sure, get those dishes sure, in there properly. Sure, <laughs> okay, well, here's a question. What about, do you notice that your friends or kids in your class eat differently than you do? So I feel like me and some of my friends eat very similarly, but some of them do eat differently. Like um, one of my friends, he just doesn't eat lunch really oh. at all. Mm-hmm. And, like, he is very, and he doesn't even eat, like, meat. He's vegan. Mm-hmm. And then he takes breaks every now and then from being vegan. <laughs> and so that's interesting. But he is most of the time vegan, so, like, it's not like, like, he's just like, I'm vegan, then eats a bite of meat. I'm vegan again. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, but, and then, like, one of my friends is, like, vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And, and, but him and me seem to eat a lot of the same things when I eat, like, a vegetarian meal, which mm-hmm. isn't like uncommon i will eat vegetarian meals every now and then and and even even closer to that probably like we were we both loved soup so Mm -hmm. like at the beginning of the year we would both get the same meal Mm -hmm. and we would taste it together yeah so we would like we got both like broccoli cheddar and then we waited and we counted to three and then we both tasted it (laughs) do like a taste test together exactly i like it so it it was like really fun Mm mm-hmm so, like, a lot of us do eat the same. Mm-hmm. There's only seven boys, so a lot of yeah. us is, like, four people. You have a small people. class, yeah. yeah. 
uh, a lot of us is four people, yeah. basically, but some of us do it differently, and I don't think anyone really minds that. No one really cares. People might be, like, a little curious for a second, mm-hmm. but then they'll just live their normal life. What about how do you hope to feed your family when you grow up and you're an adult? I think basically the same way that you guys feed us because it's just really nice to be able to, like, put input on a meal, Mm -hmm. but also know that you don't have to every Mm -hmm. time and it'll still be a great meal. I like that. Um, What do you think will be the hardest part about feeding a family when you're a grown up? Definitely having time to like think of it and actually do it. Cause like when I'm an adult, I feel like there's gonna be a lot of things I have to do. Like I have to uh, like work a job to mm-hmm. gain money, then I have to like go to the grocery store and like I don't even like, get all the ingredients of the meal I chose to make if I even had time to like plan mm-hmm. for the meal. Mm-hmm. You know? And then I might have to like pick up kids or something. Yeah. And then I have to rush home and make a meal. Yeah, I feel like it. this story's resonating with mm-hmm. a lot of moms and dads right now. <laughs> I just don't well I I'm honestly like scared of that that of running out of time because i i really like to make like delicious food i enjoy to do that but if like the food's not good enough i don't i don't like that i hate that mm-hmm. that that's something i don't like when i make food when the it just hasn't worked out well yeah well so i'm it, sure you'll do it'd be great. frustrating for me even if they like it it'd be kind of frustrating if i think i could have done better i totally get that all right i have one last question Okay. So we have a lot of parents that listen to this mm-hmm. podcast. So what advice do you have for parents for feeding an 11-year-old boy? So I don't know if this is going to be like really simple for a parent because obviously I'm not an adult. But for the 11-year-old, the way I see it, if they're not liking a food mm-hmm. and like they haven't liked it for a while, just like give them it a few times not so much where they, like, hate it, mm-hmm. but, like, giving it to them just enough. Because, like, with cheese, I started, like, we'd have meals where you would accidentally forget to put one without cheese. Mm-hmm. And I would eat it anyways. Mm-hmm. And I'd eat that, like, a few times. And then it kind of made it in my brain to, like, force myself to eat more cheeses. Mm-hmm. And now I don't hate it anymore. Mm-hmm. So I feel like even though they might not like it, if they don't like a food and like if they don't like every food, then that's a you know, that's a problem in itself. Yeah. But if they like don't like a few foods in particular, just like casually make it just a few times. Mm-hmm. Like just kind of keep it yeah. around, keep offering it, but not like forcing not them forcing, to eat it. That's going to make them not want to do it. Definitely. Yeah, but just like keep it around. And then I feel like they hopefully will try to enforce it to themselves mm-hmm. I was like that's what happened with me and I don't know if everyone's not the same yeah. but I think this is like a good way to keep your child healthy and to keep them a foodie yeah but like that doesn't mean keep every food with that on it like still give a variety and I think mm-hmm. that's another good point with your 11 year old don't give them the same thing each time mm-hmm. but a variety is really important I think that was excellent advice. Thank you so much for joining us, Sean. This was super fun. This was really fun, yeah.
Thank you for joining us for another episode of Feeding the Family. I hope you enjoyed Sean's tips for feeding 11-year-olds and the other great information he provided. If you're enjoying our episodes, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode, and we will see you here next week. See ya.